Hello and welcome to our Rethinking Modernity podcast. We are going to evaluate the contribution of a given thinker slash writer to past and present understandings of modernity. The aim is to acknowledge and understand how the influence of someone's beliefs can influence society, not only in the time period they were actively sharing their thoughts and theories, but also how they may apply to the modern day. It has been proven time and time again that society is shaped by the media, literature, higher power, or just influence from other people in general. The questions we have to ask ourselves is, are their theories ethical, influential, or beneficial to society? Do we see a correlation between a theory or belief from hundreds, hundreds of years ago and society in the present? Lastly, can we gain an understanding of modernity through what we are going to be discussing? To start with, we are going to be exploring a Marxist approach to modernity and his findings and beliefs. Karl Marx was a German philosopher born in 1818 and considered an activist as he revolutionised the Communist Manifesto. He had a number of concerns, the main one being in terms of production relations. As the objective of the capitalist class was to increase its production, Marx saw this negatively as more production meant more profit. Therefore, his concerns over modernity were paramount to his discussion of capitalism. He believed that in capitalism, everything in the world is sold as objects which better or worsen people's lives. This included drama, literature, art, and even religious beliefs and faiths. Concluding this point, Marx expressed his thoughts that modernisation is nothing but a commodity to be sold and an item to be traded and shared. His theory taught that modernity is nothing more than commercialisation. I personally agree with Karl Marx's points as I believe that his views, when thought of during Marx's time, benefited the consumer rather than the public. However, I think that in the present day, modernity can be thought of as positive as it developed the world to what we know it now. Without modernity, we wouldn't have quite nearly as much culture in our modern society as we have today. In the modern day, as the media and technology has such a hold over people's lives, this supports Marx's views and provokes the question, has modernity gone too far? Although we do have modernity to thank for the arts and entertainment industry, as without the development of the modern world, we wouldn't have these commodities that we all know and love. Whether Marx could have predicted this increase of society being so reliant upon the digital age is up to interpretation, but I think that he would be concerned with the outcome. An example is the vast impact trends have on society and commercialisation due to the media influencing people to purchase products due to the pressure society feels to follow what is trending. The public almost becomes conditioned to purchase products products that they don't need, which benefits the manufacturer as they, make a product, as they make a profit. Marx also highlights upon his concerns on how the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, which is evidently shown in society today. He says that the rich will do anything for the poor, but get off their backs, which displays how frustrated he is over the promises made by the wealthier people that frequently don't deliver, which results in leaving the lower class suffering as a result of their selfishness. This prophecy can be seen today in our Conservative government as they couldn't care less about poverty and more about their own wealth. 
Nowadays, we can see a divide in our country over conservative views as many Labour and Liberal Democrat leaders are fighting for change and trying to help those in need. I believe that although we are fighting for equally more and more in the present day, we still have a long way to go. Another example of how the rich are getting richer is the increase of billionaires which are damaging the economy and leaving less jobs for the rest of society as they invest their money into corporate branches, which means that fewer and fewer people are earning the salary they need to live off, whereas the billionaires are keeping all the money for themselves. I am going to be discussing Thomas Malthus's contribution to the past and present understandings of modernity. This particular theorist was best known for the Malthusian growth model, which is a formula used to portray population growth. His findings showed that the increase in population of people will result in a shortage of food as the food production would be impacted by the vast amount of people. This would theoretically result in the growth of disease, war, and most importantly, hunger. He stated that the power of population being left to exert itself unchecked. The increase of the human species would evidently be much greater than any increase that has been hitherto known, which is extracted from an essay on the principle of population published in 1798, which demonstrates his belief of the population exceeding the production of food. Also, the mention of left to exert itself unchecked suggests that if he felt that suggests that he felt as if something needed to be done to control society to prevent any negative impacts reproduction may have on society as a whole. He believed that due to the accelerating increase of the population, in the next 25 years, it's impossible to suppose that the produce could be quadrupled. This being said in regards to the late 1700s and the early 1800s. This then caused Malthus to believe that the poor will never stop being in poverty and that they are merely causing more issues for society. He believed that aid to the poor would encourage them to have bigger families, further increasing the population, more so the poor who he felt were stuck in misery and poverty. His point stood that an increase in the population would result in more poverty throughout the general population, which he felt could be controlled if no help was given to the poor. Malthus noted that the English poor added to their own misery when they married early and had too, too many children during good times. These children grew up to create an oversupply of workers and a drop in wages. A way in which Malthus's theory is taken by society can be shown through Charles Dickens' perception in his novel A Christmas Carol, published in 1843. The main character, Scrooge, was very clearly someone who believed in Malthus's theory, judging by what he said to two men who approached him for donations to the poor. Scrooge said, since you ask me why I wish, gentlemen, that is my answer. I don't make merry myself for Christmas, and I can't afford to make idle people merry. I help to support the establishments I have mentioned. They cost enough, and those who are badly off must go there. Many can't go there, and many would rather die. If they would rather die, said Scrooge, they'd better do it and decrease the surplus population. Which evidently reflects Mouse's views on not helping the poorer part of the population in hopes they would result in a decree, decrease in the population. However, this isn't to be taken as Dickens being in agreement with Malthus, as it was quite the opposite. Dickens believed that there was plenty to go around if the wealthy were more generous. The struggles that the poor endured hit close to home for Dickens, as he was working at the young age of 11 to support himself and his family. So he knew firsthand what it was like to live in poverty and struggle to make enough for the bare minimum. 
divides and demonstrates his disagreement with the Malthusian theory for the redemption Scrooge has at the end, where he realizes, through the help of the spirits of Christmas past, present, and yet to come, that his beliefs and his attitude towards other people is not right. Therefore, this could be seen as Dickens' way to illustrate how the Malthusian beliefs were something he did not agree with, so he embedded this deeper meaning within his novel for readers to perhaps reflect on. In the present day, Malthusian beliefs are still presented in the media. An example would be the novel series The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins, which is a series based on a dystopian world where the lower class people enter a competition as a fight to death to win food because they are struggling for the bare necessities. All this occurs while the wealthy people watch and get entertained through the suffering of the poor. This reflects Malthusian theory because of the sense that Malthus thinks the poor would never end their misery and they should just keep working with what they have. The suffering in the Hunger Games reflects the real suffering of the lower class in the 17 and 1800s, and the greed and selfishness that the real wealthy people had. The main character, Katniss, mentions the starvation is common in District 12, and she has often gone hunting illegally in the woods for food for her family. This reflects the lengths poor people had to go to just survive. There are a lot of depictions of Mouse's theory within the novels, and it's a good way to educate young people on how poverty can be like from the point of view of a character and how corrupt the government can be. Also, relating more to the present real life, in the UK, the government do aid the lower class people through the council, which is in contrast to what Malthus believed in. However, certain groups of people still have his beliefs to this day, believing the poor people are poor due to their own doing and don't deserve the help. This nevertheless conveys that even though there has been a lot of positive change regarding classism, However, there is still a lot of hatred towards lower class people from the wealthy. From my personal point of view, I think that Malthus was extremely concerned about the ever-growing population and the food crisis. That seems understandable for me. However, his theory is very classist and more in favour of wealthy people, which isn't something I can agree with. In terms of modernity, he has impacted quite a lot, as his views are still presented in the media and there is a vast amount of people who actually fight to carry out his theory. In conclusion, it seems as though writers and theorists have a lot of influence on society and even in regards to modernity. What do you think?